Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Um, go ahead. I think a lot of times people overthink videos, and I think well, that's... Well, to both Stephanie and Jeff's yeah, point, yeah. Yeah, they really do. So talk about the ease of a bomb bomb or just doing videos in itself, I and mean, whether it's just holding your phone up or whatever... Talk about the ease of that. I mean, how how do you, how did you get over the fear of this is going to get complicated? Or to Stephanie's point, I got to hire a videographer or you know, photographer or whatever. Talk about the ease. How did you overcome that fear of just who cares what it looks like or who what I sound like or what you know what I look like for the day? Just you know, a, a, a couple of things. Personally, it's maybe it's my personality that I'm not afraid to make a mistake, and because Lord knows I make a lot of them. Um, but it's the repetition of it, of doing it over and over and over, where I would rather do a video than send an email now. I don't even want to send an email. I'm just going to do a video, do it quick, and uh, it just comes across better. And uh, bomb, bomb again to bring them up. It's easy to uh, to track who opens it, when they open it. I've got a funny story. At least I think this is funny. Love to hear it. When I uh, <laughs> when I was uh, joining uh, my company about five six years ago, uh, I sent a, a video to the the person, the CEO of the company, uh, just thanking him, and it was five years ago, as I was just getting started on it, I really appreciate the meeting, whatever I said. And then um, uh, I noticed it was being opened, like five times, six times, <gasps> 30 times, 40 times. I'm at home with my wife, it's like 10.30 at night, getting ready to go to bed, and it's opened again. And again, I go, this is creepy. I don't know if I wanna work for this company. But what happened was this gentleman forwarded it to everybody in the company, and wow. they were opening it and opening it. and. Uh, we laugh about that today, but uh, I think if you just do it over and over, it just becomes so easy. And do I don't even watch when I do a video. I don't even watch it. I don't either. Yeah, yeah why? Just, why? I, I don't watch it. I mean, if I screw up, make a little mistake. But, you know, you can make mistakes, and then it gets in your head, and I've mm -hmm. done that before. Absolutely. And all of a sudden, son of a... <laughs> mm -hmm. And then I have a blooper one, I said. <laughs> There's a, there's a very interesting efficiency that Jeff brought just brought to the surface, and I don't know if you caught it. But when you think about um, you think about time, right? And you think about 15 seconds or 30 seconds and gone, right? And you think about um, how much time you might spend crafting an email, and how much time it might take just to knock out a video. And let's say that both are 30 seconds. Okay. Well, chances are the video is going to get knocked out faster than the email, and most certainly the video. Um, allows a different discernment on emotional context and it allows for a different level of connection where an email does not allow for that same contextual feeling and it does not allow for the emotional neurons to actually connect. And so what we need to look at is like second for second, minute for minute, what is the best use of your time? And the best use of your time is emotional connection. So then the next question is, what is the best way to connect? Is it through logical, linear, line-by-line -line email that you have to really, really think through as you're crafting it, and then if you reread it and reread it to make sure that it's all contextually right, that could take three or four minutes where you could knock out a 15 to 30 second video like that and have the plus factor, which is the emotional contextualization of the message. So I think, I don't, I don't, I mean, for me as a time guy, it was just like, okay, that is super, super obvious. 
15 seconds on email that that might be um you know nebulous or 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 not definitively understood or misunderstood to a same amount of time on a video hands down i bet you nine times out of ten if not ten out of ten the video wins and you don't have to worry about punctuation or anything. You grammar, grammar typos. Hey, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think well, people, grammar maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it all depends. People right? are probably a little more forgiving on a video too, because you know you're just being yourself. So if you mess up a little bit, no big deal. You know, people are not going to remember it. So before we go to Alec, I want you to go back to your video deal and dollarize it, and talk a little bit about what that's meant to you. And then I want Jeff to dollarize what his video kind of deal has meant, and then we'll pop over to Alec. So one, Jeff really does respond to his emails with a video because he did it to us. I loved it. <laughs> and I'm going to take some of these things Jeff's uh, gone mm -hmm. through. So I'm learning today sitting right here. So thank you. Um, so one of the cool things that kind of happened when he said, let's dollarize what happened. Because again, Linda had me come up here to talk about this. And it made me really think and I, I never put pen to paper with it. So it was kind of cool. So thank you. Mm -hmm is um, when we did, so we had all of these agents, and I was trying to quantify all the agents that I work with now as just because this was a way to get me in front of them. And I'm the person that, I'm really good at loans. I'm not, let's go pick up the phone and just call you out of the blue. I'm not a cold call person. So to me, it helped me get to know them. And then one, once I get to know them, I, I worked very well with it. So anyways, the, the office um, that did the $2 billion a year that called me and said, let me do their their speech for them for their event. Um, I was already in one of the offices there and I actually, because of that, got to meet a lot of pe more people within the, the organization and got a second realtor office that I'm the in-house loan officer with for, from that class. And so we probably, and that was not too terribly long, so it's, we still had to work through, uh, took a little time to get that, but I think we probably at least do five loans a month or so through then, so about a million and a five production that came off that one office. And then we kind of said the couple of uh, onesie twosies people that we met throughout the way. So, I mean, I, I think at least million five, two million dollars in production. A month? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That class, which is crazy. That's substantial. So how many units would that be just in your? Just think about the right two, I think we said five, Six, seven. 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 About seven, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. 84 more loans a year actually from, yeah. It's like coming. Just yeah. not being scared and let's go. Yeah. And not just being perfect. Just go do it. Not, not being, being perfect. perfect. I think just one of the great ideas um, that from Mastery that I hope you take away is, is that um, progress is, is far more important than perfection. And, you know, there's, there's been a lot of talk in the hallways about, you know, whether I, I can do this or not do this or kind of overthinking it. Jeff, I just love the idea that I'm not overthinking this. I am just going to do it. And I am a big believer that, that it is not about you, you and I and, and this world is never, ever going to be a homeostatic perfection. It's just not. It's just it's an unrealistic idea, right? It's not even, it's not even in this universe. And so then the key is what kind of progress you can make. What do you get from that progress and how little time does it take to make that progress, notwithstanding labor and effort and energy and diligence? So we, we got to look at it that way, right? And so you keep this up, you'll get that kind of compound effect. So Jeff, how about you when you think about, you know, the, the, the kind of the impact on, on you and your business as a result of video? Right. Yeah. What's it look like? Yeah, the dollarizing, I, I, I'm going to read this because I, I have a fear, I'm a numbers junkie of giving bad information, but um, I did this for this project. Um, 
one of the 60-day video projects I did was the, the business idea to the realtors, and Exxon was another company. So I had, out of, out of the 30 realtors, I got 16 face-to-face points. These are real numbers, not, not exaggeration. 16 face-to-face that I wouldn't have had, and it takes 60 days, probably longer, to really judge it. Um, and I did 11 transactions, 11 closed transactions from these six real, 16 realtors. I'm going to get a lot more. And so I make, I don't know, say 3700 just say $4,000 a deal. That's forty-four grand. And I have different uh, projects on my whiteboard of eight to 10. That's one project and a little pod of forty-four grand right there. And then there's multiple ones. But then I look, and it's going to be an annuity for me. It's going to be an annuity. And it's not just the video. It would be disingenuous if I said yeah. it's just the video. But it's a great uh, door opener. So that's but you an use example. video to get the uh, f- over a fifty percent conversion to face to face, and that forty four grand came in over sixty to seventy days. It sounds like, and so it if did. you take that out over a year, that's one hundred and sixty, hundred seventy thousand from Absolutely. one of your projects. Absolutely, yeah, awesome. All right, big round of applause for our video king and queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to move to uh, to Alec Hansen, and uh, Alec is a, is a top producer in his own right. He's he's done a lot of volume in his career. He's now in kind of leadership, and uh, and and one of the things we talked about is you know moving from digital to local, and and how does uh, how does the originator of the future really understand the difference between traditional methodologies and contemporary methodologies? And you had some amazing leadership stories about LOs that you have kind of led and coached and and watched and so I wrote down here let's start with Alec tell us about the San Diego group and I'm just going to let you take it from there well I want to prep it up here for a second so how many of you guys were trained to go after realtors when you started the business like go out eight realtor cards a day bring them back yeah it's a lot of us how many of you guys were trained on social media please go to social media 100% of your time build all your customers there is there like a millennial here yeah there's like one guy I I love it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because there is this pivot happening on our industry right now between the, the, the local pro and the digital pro. Would you guys agree with that? Mm-hmm. And the fascinating opportunity is that you guys all have the chance to be both, the digital local pro, right. which is incredible. It's an incredible pivot point. And so what I love hearing about on the stories right here is, of course, we have to all thank Stephanie for doing our job for us and explaining how to remove PMI. Because apparently no loan officer in here is doing that. Because <laughs> you know YouTube's the second largest search engine. She, she joked that she gets a deal a week from that, which shouldn't surprise anybody because that's where all the people are now. They're sitting on the internet. And so our great opportunity is to combine, we're in a war for headspace with our customers. Does that resonate with anybody? Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to get a Super Bowl commercial. So where are you going to go to get headspace with a customer? And this is where guys like Jeff are coming in because he's singing happy birthday to somebody and earning that headspace. So every time they see Jeff now on social media, they're like, oh, I kind of like that guy. He sung me happy birthday. And so what I love about this concept is it's our opportunity and it's our biggest threat. And if we don't plan it, we lose. So here's the story of the San Diego team. So these guys built an incredible VA homebuyer success strategy. You guys all know what that is, right? Anyone hopes VA homebuyer success? Like, yeah, yeah. Lunch and learns, the whole stuff. And so one of the partners moves to Las Vegas. He relocates. He wants to retire there. Or he maybe has a gambling problem. I'm not sure which one. (laughs) But it's one of those things. And he starts to advertise online for a VA homebuyer success you know, strategy seminar. And of course, nobody comes. Because he forgot that he spent like 20 years in San Diego building reputation, knowing the agents, building a brand. 
And so all of his digital stuff didn't work right away. And so he has this great story where he goes, well, I'm not going to give up, so I'm going to figure this out. And he found a marine base, uh, a military base nearby, and across from there was a mall. And at the mall, he went around and he found out, hey, there's a bunch of military people that come and have their lunch at the mall. And so he went to a bunch of the food court vendors and he said, hey, I just want to buy lunch for vets. And finally, it was a Five Guys restaurant that said, sure, yeah, you can come buy. He was a vet too. So he's like, sure, you can buy burgers for vets. So he set up a little kiosk that said burgers and benefits. And as people walked in, he asked them at the front door if they were a vet. And those that were, he said, I'd like to buy you a burger. And they said, well, what's the catch? Because there's a catch on everything. And he goes, no catch. It's just a free burger. I want to thank you for your service. And a lot of vets, I'm pretty passionate about this, they don't know about their VA home buying benefit. And so while your burger's getting made, I got a loan officer right here and a realtor that I just brought over just to share with you a little bit about it. And in five to seven minutes, by the time your burger's here, you can bail. Or you can sit down and talk to us more. We're not trying to corner. It's not a condo sale. Like, you're out, in and out. And in that one session... 30 vets came through from 11 to, to 1. Uh, he bought burgers for 18 vets. He spent like $212. He walked out with three prequels, 18 leads, and he handed those to agents himself. And then fast forward, he's done four of these things. He's closed, I think it's over $10 million in volume. But the biggest piece of from this... From five guys. From vet. five guys. But the biggest piece of this is he now has, over those four sessions or five sessions, he's got 400 vets' contact information who is now inviting to his VA home buying seminar, who is now connected with digitally, who are seeing these stories happen. And he got one of the top teams in that market who has never, he's brand new to the market. One of the top real estate teams has given them 67 lead opportunities now because they introduced them to this strategy. And that's just, like, the internet guys can't play there, guys. They can't play in that environment where you can play. And at the end of the day, he did something pretty cool. He bought burgers for vets and said, thanks for your service, which to me is like the biggest, coolest thing you could do. And literally every single person in here can go do that right now. That is a huge story. Huge story. Yeah, big, big round of applause for the vets. <clears throat> so I, I think it's, it's like disruptive, right? It's like unique. It's like, it's like, you know, you think about it and, and, you know, you can either try to talk to everybody that might be in your market or you can go to a place and stand still where people from your desired market come. And it's a little bit of hit and miss and a little bit of kind of figuring it out, but there's a reason why Girl Scouts don't go door to door anymore. Yeah. There, there's a reason. There's a reason why if you go somewhere and there's a, a, a pool of people, that is a much easier opportunity than for you to go everywhere that there might be a person, right? And so then the uniqueness is what tugs at heartstrings. And what tugs at heartstrings is an appreciation in this category for, for service and then something that is not anticipated. Can we buy your lunch today? Yeah, and I want to share something else that's kind of a slight pivot from this that really resonated for me. So I was trained to go out and get eight realtor business cards a day. <laughs> that was my game, dude. Kevin Buddy was my mentor. If anybody knows who that is, you know exactly what he trained me to do. And I went out every Thursday, every Friday, every Saturday, every Sunday, and I got eight business cards from realtors. I brought them back, I sent them a thank you card, I put them in my ACT database, and every month I'd print out my ACT thing, I'd stick it on, send it out, and I did that consistently for a year, and I did $85 million my first year just doing that. And that to me was very powerful, but I had an aha moment because how many of you guys get the majority of your business from real estate agents today? Would anyone say like high percentage from real estate agents? How many of you want to get business directly from consumers and you want to flip that a little bit going forward? Yeah, yeah, so where are they? On the internet. They're at a mall, apparently, getting burgers. <laughs> 
But they're on the internet and they're on YouTube and they're on the digital platforms. And so I was trained to go out and be present with realtors multiple times a week. How many of you guys post every single day on social media? How many of you guys post authentic videos of yourself and not some canned company social media graphic? The alligator arms are coming up. Um, yeah, there's a big one over there. Yeah, killing it. Because the, what landed for me was I was trained to go be face-to-face -face with people, build a relationship. And now they're all online, and then I'm not there. And that, to me, really landed as an aha moment because the same strategies we use to develop relationships and rapport with agents are the exact same strategies, again, we got to go back into in a whole new medium. And that's where video becomes paramount. And I'm sorry, because if you're awkward or uncomfortable at video, it's almost like you don't get a choice anymore. You got to go. And here's the secret. No one cares what you look like except for you. And I know that's hard to hear, but really they don't. They care about themselves. They're worried about their own insecurities. They don't care about your high squeaky voice. Who's got a high squeaky voice? Me. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. Who likes to meet face-to-face -face with, your, with your customers? Face-to-face. -face. Why? Connection. Connection. Connection, rapport, relationship. They can feel your energy. They can sense that you care. Well, guess what? On the other side of that record button are the thousands of people that you can connect with that can sense the same thing from you. Yeah, video's the bridge. Yeah. And then when they get your happy birthday message from Jeff <laughs> and they see your next post, you're earning that headspace. And I think we have, it's crucial that we figure this out or else we won't have the headspace. I mean, think about your past customers. They get a, what, a, a generic drip campaign email a month. People are like hanging their head in shame. It's okay, because that's all of us. <laughs> But the opportunity now is so much deeper, and that's what I get really excited about, and that's what these guys are living into, and that's what I see our team living into, is a new way to think about combining the digital and the local, which, you want me to talk about third place? Uh, not yet. Okay. Um, I mean, yes, I do. Okay. But, but I, I do want to make a point here that in the, in the world of humanity, even though we are um, surrounded by digital access and we are surrounded by online opportunities, um, there is going to be very, very clearly, clinically, and from a data profile standpoint, a need to balance the humanity piece with the digital piece. Mm -hmm. And and so the, the winner is going to be the person that, that not only has the ability to have the, the, the transfer of trust in both a face-to-face -face world, a endorsement world. I talked last year about endorsement value, right? And then the ability to take what is online digital noise that has no connection, to your point, and change that to digital value that has connection. And you'd be blown away if you look at all the crap that this industry sends out that has zero emotional connection. Uh, you wouldn't have to go too far to figure out we got to stop that because because all it is is unsubscribe and ditch and delete and and to your point and Jeff to both all, every all three of you you're better off with 15 minutes of marginal video where your deep desire is 15 seconds your deep desire is to connect than you are 15 minutes that somebody might give you to read whatever it is you sent out, like a newsletter or this, that, or the other thing. And we got to ditch the digital noise, and we've got to amplify the digital connection. That, that's the recipe for the future, because t tomorrow when we talk about consumer-centric thinking and we talk about what Alec just brought up, and that is... We, we have this, we, we, we've, we've said this for a long time. Do you remember the first time we said, the only time you have a past customer 
is if it was P-A-S-S-E-D. If they're mm -hmm. dead, they're passed. Otherwise, if you've done a loan for them, they are an ignored client. Mm -hmm. And if you have a whole bunch of ignored clients, you are literally losing your leverage in the marketplace every single day you ignore them. So there is a jumping off point that we're going to unveil for you tomorrow where we firmly believe as a company that by the end of 2020, between six and seven of every funding month you have, every six to seven out of 10 loans have got to be from this digital emotional connection leverage piece of the pie. The faster we get away from silo verticals, which traditionally has been realtors and builders, and the faster we start to understand the people can take us to the digital zones we need to be, whether it's a business, whether it's a brand, whether it's a not-for-profit. Dan Anchetta, who is up here this morning, actually is almost done working with the California Medical Association, which has 44,000 doctors and physicians in it. And he just, he, he learned that. It's not a done deal yet, but it speaks to what you're talking about, that there are so many people that we need to start connecting with in all three of these conversations are absolutely mandates for you as we go forward. So talk about third. Well, I, I want to piggyback on this for two seconds because Todd's nailing it and I, I want everyone to hear it. Um, if you look at your social content, if you look at this content you're sending to past customers or ignored customers, and if it's not creating human connection, if it's a, if it's a branded billboard that no one cares about, if it's not you authentically, then you're missing the opportunity that's ahead of you, that's in front of you. That's 100% right. Our stuff has gotten so generic, guys, it's terrifying. It can't be. you got to show who you are, and you, you got to show up for your people, yeah. especially on social. Okay. Okay, third place. All right. So here's another digital local kind of tie-in. Um, does anybody know the concept of a third place? Have you heard this before? 1989, the book The Great Good, uh, Great Good Place, talks about that every, people, every human have three places they go in life. You have your home, you have your work, and you have your third place. So who wants to yell out their third place? What's your third place? What jumped into your head? There you go all the time. The bar. I knew there'd be a bar because you're safe in the audience. No one's going to judge your drinking problem. But, no, we'll talk about it. So, I mean, there's church, charity, bar, um, hair salon. I mean, there's a million places that become our third place. Kids soccer field. Anyone else? Saturdays? Kids soccer field? Oh, my God, it's hot. It's terrible. So... Let's talk about it for a second because does everyone know that, know that you are an incredible mortgage professional at your third place? And again, you get like this. I see some people. It, it's, but it's so it, It's your local third place. Everyone should know that you're an incredible professional there. Let, let me give you some examples. If you're at the soccer field like me every Saturday with your little kid running around, it's hot. Do you bring a branded pop-up tent with your name and face all over it for everyone to have shade? Is that annoying? Sure, you got to carry it around. You got to pop it up. But if it's, people are dying. It's hot. Okay, have you ever forgotten your kid's water? Forgot your kid's water at a game. Felt like a jerk. I'm that dad. Can you bring little tiny waters with your face on it for the kids? Not for the adults. Forget through them. Kids. Is that a cool way to be in service? Would everyone know you're a great professor? Like, would you get it? Like, you're not pitching them like, you need a refi? Seriously, refi? But you're being amazing. I got the story of a guy whose third place is a bar. Okay, so now we'll just, we'll just throw it out there. It's a thought. And it's a local, they're always local bars, right? Like, it's never like a chain. You don't go to Elephant Bar. You're going to, like, some, like, downscale, like, place where you know the owner, you know the environment. This guy can track over $100,000 of personal income to this bar. 
He's done the owner's loan. He's done the friend's loan. He's done everyone's loan right. in there. He holds networking meetings there now with his realtors, like mastermind sessions, like thinking cheers, drinks. Mortgage. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, mortgage. cheers for mortgage. <laughs> I'm not going to be surprised when his face is on the coaster. I guarantee his face is going to be on the coaster like refi and drinks on me. <laughs> but I, I, I look at this and I'm like, that's such low-hanging fruit for us local pros. Now, he, he uses a lot of digital. He does ads. He posts up uh, the networking events are there. He's, he's connecting people there. But people don't connect digitally like they connect physically. 100%. And that to me is where the blending of those two strategies becomes an absolute advantage for every single person in this room. Because you get to do both. Yeah. And there are people focusing 100% on digital. I get it. There's people focusing 100% on local. But I think the power in the future is going to be the combination of both. Which is why you guys have just absolutely nailed it for the last 35 minutes. So uh, awesome, awesome. Now we're going to finish it up because I want to go through and just ask each of you to summarize in all of the video and all the digital and all these, these ideas, what is the one mistake that you wish you had a do-over on or that you learned the biggest lesson from? So let's start with you. Um, I think my biggest one is stopping. So we get busy, you get the result you want, and I think we could have taken it a lot further. So we should have done class two and three and four when off the video strategy. Um, we could have made the classes a lot bigger, and, and we didn't. Um, so that would be my biggest, should not have done that. Yeah, so the, the key to that whole deal is what works, don't stop. You know, and that's why I love one, one, two, three, two, three four. I knew it. Give me a break here. One, one, two, three, five. I'm, yeah, got it. So in that one, one, two, three, five, and in your life, Jeff, what's the big mistake you've made that you would encourage people to learn from right here, right now, instead of having to go through it? My, my biggest mistake uh, is probably just not getting heavily involved in it earlier. I, I, I dabbled in it and just did not get committed to it earlier in my, my mortgage career. So that, that would be mine. Okay. Anybody identify with that? Like you've known, like you should be doing something and you've known it maybe for a couple of years. Can I just see your hands nice and high? So one of the questions I want you to ask yourself as we go through this is, you know, how long are you actually waiting for your results? And this whole idea of fit fast forward is not wait for your results and procrastinate doing what you know you should be doing. As I said last night, procrastination is a poverty habit. You are better to attempt it and fail than you are to worry about it day after day after day and beat yourself up because you haven't done anything with it yet. And yet, to your credit, in your credit, and obviously I like yours, doing it wasn't beautiful. It wasn't like perfect. It was like, let's just do it and, you know, throw caution to the wind and get it out there. And then all of a sudden, here you are today on stage talking about how it's worked. How about you, man, in your career and or as a, as a leader, maybe? What's, what's the big mistake yeah. you'd caution everybody to avoid? I, I think sometimes as leaders, we can preach a lot and then we forget to, like, do it. Yeah. And so my biggest encouragement for anybody listening out there is it's almost like it's a snowball effect. You talked about it before. You do one piece of content, one piece of authentic video, and then you get better. You realize what worked, what didn't work. You improve, you improvise, you adapt, you get better. You do it again, you get better. Um, I challenged myself 55 days ago to produce one video and post it online every single day for 100 days. Now, don't do that. That's a terrible decision. I'm regretting every moment of this now. 
but I'm 55 videos in and I'm posting them online every day and I'm getting better, I'm getting more competent, my message is getting cleaner. Right now, right here, you are doing this. this I'm, I, yeah, every day, every single day, 55 in. Wow. So for you guys, to earn the headspace of the customers, your customers, whether they're, they're past ignored clients or future clients or the consumer or your sphere of influence, you've got to authentically be in the space where they are. Yeah. You've got to authentically be in that space with your whole self, which means the red record button. Um, I really believe that in my heart, and I hope people hear that today because it's going to absolutely catapult your careers into the, into the future. So what is your whole, as the, the gal that came up with this idea, what is your take right now, and, and what would be your, some of your closing thoughts for everybody? You know, I, um, I'm sitting here and a little convicted because I'm thinking I don't do enough. And, and, and I, I think I personally do make it more complicated than it should be, you know, because God forbid, you know, you don't have your lipstick on right or your hair looks good or whatever, you know, because it's a woman thing, right? But you really have to, you just have to let it go and do it. So you guys have definitely inspired me to be so much better. And I was sitting there thinking, there's so many things that we could be doing videos on. Uh, uh, they're closing, you know, gosh, thanks, thanks for trusting us today. Um, and, and congratulations on your on your closing. Thank you for your trust today. You know, just those personal things instead of sending the email out, it would be so much easier to do that. Um, it was such a pleasure talking to you today. Thanks for allowing us to be a part of your, it was neat to hear your story about your dad or whatever that personal touch is, you know, just that quick bomb bomb or whatever, whoever you're using video. Uh, there's, um, you could do it in uh, even like, if it was Veterans Day, you could send it out a veterans to all your clients. And if you're a veteran yes. or a family of a veteran, thank you so much uh, for your service. My husband's a veteran, so it's near and dear to my heart. So much that better than a Happy Veterans Day it, social post. So much, so much better. It's so many things. I'm sitting there thinking, oh, my gosh, there's so many things that I could do to be better at this and more personal. And, and yeah. I've already started my, my little mental list on this. So I think I think what's interesting, what's impacting me right now, is as I listen to you, is is um, real time is the best time, mm -hmm. you know. And and so as you think things through, if if you don't have some of these preordained filters that you've built, you know, in your CRM, if you don't have people tagged as as veterans or people tagged as entrepreneurs or people tagged as whatever. Um, and then you don't have these special dates. It's hard to to be real time, and real time is the best time. I think all of you would agree that um, we're much better off doing a real time, like allocate an hour a day for real time video. Absolutely. So what are the filters? How many birthday videos? How how many one year anniversary videos? How many you know special event videos? How many honoring a you know a, a holiday or you know a group a social group like vets? And you start to do that every single day, and like anything, that becomes the habit. And I really appreciated what you guys said about being afraid and unsure when you started but you did it anyway do you remember laura clock do it afraid you do it afraid i have used that term so often laura clock was uh the first woman who won the or land speed, land, motorcycle, land speed, land speed, motor, speed motorcycle land speed and her her takeaway or my biggest takeaway from laura clock and i've used it over and over again you may be afraid but do it afraid and uh, i have said that I can't, I can't even tell you how many times I've said that. Yeah. Do it afraid. 
of, in, you know, Carla talked about fear this morning and, and just, you know, you, you just do it. You well, know, who cares? Cause, so here's the comment, right? How many of you guys remember your first realtor face-to-face -face presentation? The first one. Was it amazing? Oh, you kill it? No. Oh, you're terrible. Sucked. So the first time <laughs> you go into a new place to be uncomfortable, right, you, you know that you're going to do it afraid. Yes. You know it's going to be terrible. Absolutely. And then the last few now, as you're a pro, they're probably pretty dialed. They're probably pretty amazing. It's the same pain we experienced before as professionals. We just have to realize we get to do it again. Congratulations. You stayed here long enough to go get uncomfortable again. And there's no wrong way of doing it either. That's the best thing. We can come up with the little campaigns we do, and you'll, you're going to come up with different ones. You may not want to sing happy birthday. You're going to do something else. No, i got to hit the happy birthday thing. I got, so there's a realtor I'm friends with on Facebook, <laughs> and it's terrible. I don't like him at all, but we're friends. And then he sent me a happy birthday Facebook message video. Everyone knows Facebook Messenger's opened like 99% of the times. It wasn't an email. He, he just, in his car, hey, I want to wish you happy birthday, Alec. Send. Instead of the happy birthday thing he could have done on Facebook. Now, every time I see his stuff, I'm like, I like him a little bit more. Real time. Real like a, li time. a little bit more. Real time. Because he sent me a personal video. Good point. Real little time bit. is the best time. Real All right, time so I want to challenge. So um, you talked about doing this discipline and in, in setting up goals. So uh, my challenge to myself and to uh, those in the room, let's set a goal or set a calendar out for the next 12 months of what we're going to do every single day for social media. And then I would love, love, love for you guys to contact the Duncan Group and let, me know, let us know the results because I bet you it would be huge. It would be fun. That yeah. we would love to hear the stories. So next year, so let's remember this, next year, we will put on stage some of the uh, some of the uh, successes, successes to it. Yeah. I'd love to hear the success story. One hundred videos in a hundred days. Oh no, I can't. <laughs> You're right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't that doesn't matter. matter. Got their own goals. So, ben, all let's right. hear it. Um, really great session, guys. Thank you so much. Big round of applause for these three mortgage professionals. Love it. Hey, thanks for being part of today's episode. I've got a special gift for you on to make sure you are aware of. I just released a 25-page ebook entitled The Five Irrefutable Principles of a High-Performance Business. These five principles are game-changing. There's a lot of methods towards success, but if you ignore the principles, it's very, very hard to know that those methods will work. Go to the show notes below, just click on the link, download this 25 page ebook and see what kind of impact it can make in your business and your life.